All right, what's up, everybody? Yes, we are doing another podcast. That's like number five this season. We had ambitions of doing that last year, but that didn't happen. So um, it's been awesome. Lots of positive feedback. It's a early morning. Um, it's not crazy early. It's only no. seven. But um, to my right here, I've got uh, my good pal Dale Ray. Um, Dale, you've actually been the topic of uh, or been brought up in quite a few podcasts over the yeah. years. <laughs> I mean, let's talk real dollars. How much would you rent this to me for today? Look out! <laughs> Shit! Let me finish my sandwich. I'll let you know when to get back. That's fucking fun. God damn it. Yep. Um, and it was awesome. We were in the truck. So Dale is a uh, uh, quick history. Uh, Dale is a client but like has turned to way more than a client, a uh, personal friend, someone that we all love to go ride with on our uh, personal time, built a lot of sleds with us. Oh, yeah. And um, just, uh, and not, not only you, but you know, you've brought your whole, your crew, right? Oh, yeah. Your brother and um, just all the guys. And we, um, it's been a wild ride over yeah. the last, let's see, we were just talking about this. Uh, so Dale's out here for um, another session here at BBA. We're a little tired because we've been holding on to 900 boost turbos for the last two yes. days, and we're going to go do it one more day today. Yes, we are. Yes. yes. Um, so I wanted to, I thought this would be cool. Um, you know, we, we have lots of fun stuff to talk about on on the podcast side of things, but um, you know, I thought it'd be neat to bring someone who just like you, um, sitting here listening, hopefully while you're going, uh, and sitting in the truck going snowmobiling somewhere. That's my and buddies tonight. That's you. That's They're your buddies. Be driving out tonight. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. So <laughs> Dale, I wanted to, um, just bring you on. Um, we've had a lot of adventures We're um, you know, it's so fun. I think that's probably my favorite part about, um, this business is the, the people I meet, the relationships that are that are made and you know you are just one of those dudes that um from uh, from all the way back in 2016 yeah. uh your first year coming here which we're gonna probably start there to uh fast forward to now where you're like you know just this absolute ripper kyle uh, if kyle was here he would have a bunch of stories about oh you my too. god yeah but me and kyle it sucks that he's not here I, it really yeah it, yeah, it does quite the same but you know one of the things Kyle would always say you know when we were going riding with you like he he's he would always well we better not slip up so de the client doesn't pass us uh, that's my ultimate goal is to try to get by you guys it hasn't really happened yet but we're working towards it well at, at any moment it could so yeah. Dale let's uh let's rewind let's uh let's go back to 2016 um why the heck did you uh, sign up to come to, to BBA? Well, like a lot of people, obviously we watch your videos and things like that. And obviously we all strive to be better riders. Um, and 
it's nice to ride with people who are better than you so you can get better. And if you always ride with the same people, the same terrain, you're never going to get better. So obviously watching your videos, it looked really difficult. So, <laughs> and another thing was just to see where I was at, you know, like how good am I? And so that was, those two things brought me out here. So Well, and I need to rewind one more. Um, why don't you tell everyone where you're from, you know, how long you've been riding yep. and experience all that. So I'm from Eagle River, Wisconsin. Um, been riding snowmobiles since probably the age of five or six. Um, I didn't get into mountain riding. Uh, my first mountain sled was a 2009 Summit uh, XP 146. And started out with that. Um, I rode the UP a lot. Um, I'd make one trip a year out to Togedy. Mm -hmm. um, but then it progressively got more addictive. I started riding with um, some buddies who had been riding longer than me. Yep. They were better than me. Um, started riding with them, and they got me even more addicted to the sport. And then my brother bought a 2011 Assault when that new pro chassis yeah, came pro out. Yeah, pro chassis, yep. And we went to Togedy, and it was like, what the hell? I was on my summit, and he just went, like, blowing by me. I'm like, this is not going to work. <laughs> so I got home and bought another players yeah and uh that's kind of how that started i think <laughs> that's what's so awesome and very relatable to all you guys listening out there today is that you were literally the definition of like the very common snowmobiler in your neck of the woods yeah, right like definitely um rides the up yeah. and there's there is some fun technical terrain in the it's, up and that's where i learned how to ride and it's sort of a different style like you you ride more um, parallel with the hill. You're not going up because mm -hmm. you don't have the long poles in the mountains, but you can really work on your side hilling, you know, and different techniques that way. So it was just learning how to ride your way is a little different than that, but you can learn a lot of the basics there. We always joked about that. Um, like, you know, Kyle from Minnesota, same thing, right? Like he – he learned how to side hill in the ditches. You didn't exactly. need much. No. Didn't, didn't need much. No. But um, so UP rider kind of getting the bug for like, okay, this technical side of things yeah. and then coming out to Togedy, getting your butt kicked by a different sled. That's like, that's, I mean, that happens all the time to a ton of people. And that's what creates progression, not only with the product, yeah. progression with like in your mindset. Um and so, you know, that, so that kind of establishes it. And so your one trip to Togedy, you're like, what, what was your, your first trip out West? What, like, I always tell people who come here, right? Mm -hmm. Like, have you ever ridden the mountains? Nope. I'm like, oh boy, this is going to ruin riding for you at home. Yeah. Um, and it, and it did. And that, <laughs> that, that, that was the biggest blessing and curse. You know, obviously it's <laughs> yes. turned into this, which is, this is my whole life. Like besides my family, this is the number one for me. Yeah. Um, I, there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about riding sleds. My brother and I, we work together, and um, we're constantly talking about sleds and what kind of sleds we want to build and where we want to try to ride, and, you know, the, the addiction is just crazy. Yeah. Well, that's – so that's awesome. So that kind of sets the, the forefront for you guys. Um, you know, Dale's just common rider, goes out west, gets the bug. Um, and then, you know, not only the bug from the, from the riding standpoint – but the sled standpoint as oh, yeah. well. Um, you started that. When, <laughs> when I came here, it was, yeah, my sleds, I had some stuff on them, but, like, obviously, 
your sleds are at a totally different level than most people. So that you well, are partially to blame for a lot of that. Well, and that's what we're going to talk about. Um, without, so just being out on the surface, which like you were, mm-hmm. and you were seeing all these like crazy builds and turbos and all this stuff back then. Yep. And, and, and that, that, era 2016 like i had been building you know these turbos and then about 16 17 that's when i really started into the lightweight stuff yes you did and it for me it opened up this whole new world and it was something that you got to see firsthand that you're like whoa this isn't yeah. just show this is like that real. sled is ridiculous yes yeah 100 like the first time i wrote a deal you had that monster that blue one the super lightweight 155 Wheelie everywhere. Ross tried to ride it. <laughs> Remember? And he, and he just couldn't even ride it. He's like, I don't even, I can't even ride this thing. It was just wheelied everywhere. Yeah. Which is pretty funny to hear. Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I've told that story a, a couple times of, you know, Ross trying to get on that snowmobile and just seriously, like in our sugar, yeah. in an open meadow, he literally couldn't ride the damn couldn't thing. Not ride it. And um, so that's, um, so yeah, so um, okay, so you get here in in sixteen. Tell me, mm-hmm. let, let's go through it. That's a pretty crazy story. It so, is. <laughs> my buddy Rick came with me. We get out here a day early. I have a a turboed one fifty five, not a Boondocker brand. Um, we went up to test and do some clutch work just to see what it was all about. Crazy storm happened. We drive up to the hill. We can't get up any farther. The the graders stopped or plow or however they were plowing that road that day up to Cottonwood. And so we park off the side. I drive up like five miles up the hill. My sled blows up. <laughs> I'm like, well, this is great. Great this is a start. Great, this is a great start. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then we try to drag the sled down, but I had a better idea. I'm going to try to drive the truck up, up to the <laughs> top top. I'm like, I'm sick of riding and getting towed down the hill. So I had a bright idea to drive the truck up. Get the truck buried at the top of the hill. Of course. So then I have to unhook the trailer, drive down to Napa, get some tire chains, call a tow truck, <laughs> do that whole bit. So then we get, we finally get everything out. Sled's blowing up. Get down the hill. Come in here. Talk to you. Like, you ask me, how's it going? I said, not good. Blew my sled up. Stuck up on the hill, whatnot. Um, I did have a backup sled, a brand new 155, um, 800. And, uh, but then I talked to the wife and I'm like, I really need a turbo here. Mm -hmm. You know, this is, I can't even breathe here. The sled can't breathe. I need a turbo. So, well, duh. Obviously you had turbos here. We put a boondocker turbo on it. That night. And yes, and you rebuilt it and all that. And so that was quite the first trip. Quite the start. It was very expensive too. Yes. It was a, it was some coaxing on the wife. I'm like. Do you mind if we do this? Uh-huh. Well, and throughout the years, I have come to know, uh, I don't really, I don't know your wife, but mm-hmm. I know that your wife is very understanding. She's very oh supportive God. of your habit, um, which is very key for yeah. uh, the, She's su- amazing. the yeah. sex- success of all yeah. of this. Yeah. Yeah. So for first trip, um, you 
blow up your sled. We got to rebuild it. And so, like, you know, obviously, we have all of our crap going on. Oh, right? yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, and yep. then Dale brings in this sled packed with snow because yep. it just got towed. Yep. It's, I mean, it's, it's like the worst. It's blown up. We need to pull a turbo. We need to install a turbo. We need to rebuild it. Yeah. You know, and so all of this so we can get ready to ride the next day in, like, some crazy deep snow. And I let you know at, like, 830. I'm like, <laughs> give me some time to talk to my wife. <laughs> I need to figure out if this is actually going to happen. And then I texted you, let's do it. Yep. Yeah. So that took care of it that me. was a late that was a late night in the shop. Yes. Um. But you know, and then you know that that sled, in my opinion, for you, kind of started that that push for from a rider standpoint and skill standpoint. I mean that those were such capable snowmobiles. Oh, they were awesome. Right. Just Two, ran spot on. Too. 2016 access yep. turbo pump gas that just re- it just worked. Yep. Yeah. It just it was a great sled. Yeah. Well, and you know, and I think that's, and it's and it's interesting when a situation like that happens. You can take it one of two ways. You can get defeated. You could jump in the truck, say, "Piss this, I'm going home." You could have got on your stalker and just made excuses, like, like I did make a couple excuses <laughs> when we wrote that. Well, that's it was it was like the deepest. Well, it was at the time. It was the deepest snow I'd ever ridden. Brand new, eight hundred, one fifty five, and I couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> and it was really frustrating. And I was blaming it. On the sled wasn't the sled. Well, you gotta have some excuse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I and I guess the, so. So not only did did you get this new weapon, right? This new mm-hmm. sled, but then you get to go ride three days in some crazy snow in some crazy train with with me and the team. Yeah. What was it like the first trip? It was very eye opening to say the least. It just well. First of all, it's intimidating. Like, and I see it. I've been coming here for a lot of years now, so I, I can see it on everyone's face. Like, if they're new here, it's they should be intimidated because <laughs> we're going to do something that is very difficult to do. And generally, a lot of people come here from the Midwest, so we can't breathe at all. True, we're not used to it. We can't sleep. You know, um, it's just hard, but it's really fun. You know, at the end of the three days, you feel like I accomplished. I got better. Um, it, it's just a neat experience to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, I mean, that means a lot hearing that, um, because, and, and that's, what's been so incredible about this, us doing BBA for so long is that we have now gotten to the position that we like, look at the group we had yesterday. Yeah. Right. We had a ton of challenges. We were in some, uh, well, like, the gnarliest terrain that we have mm-hmm. here at BBA. And upside down, we had, I think we counted, we had six A-arms yesterday. I was going to say, we need to talk about the record that we set yesterday. I had two, <laughs> TJ had two, Blake had one, yeah. and there was only one client. So right. Team BBA sucked yesterday. That was set at the table last <laughs> night, I must say. You know, Simon said that. He's like, you know what? There was only one client, and that was me that actually wrecked anything. Um, we all sort of chuckled at that. But you know what's what's interesting about that? Through through all of that, right? I mean, everyone just because again, we have so many repeats now. That, mm-hmm. I mean, you've ridden with a, a lot of the same guys over yeah. the years because yeah. they just keep coming back yep. because they ha- they took the same approach and same attitude that that you came into this with is like I I wanna I wanna get better. Yeah. I want to go get my ass kicked and I want to push myself. And I think that's, you know, instantly like from just from a a person perspective, like 
you're you're mellow, easy to like like it's just it's really tough to get you like riled up. I'm I mean, pretty laid back. Pretty laid back, right? Yeah. So yeah. like I feel uh, you know I was like okay, this dude literally just like had to call a tow truck, go get chains, blew up a sled, yeah. and he's still fairly okay. Well, I'm still jacked about being here. <laughs> like I mean, yeah, that was my first time to Colorado I too. Know. Oh wow, nice. So that that was cool. Yeah, and then seeing these mountains, it's like. Holy shit. We're mm. going to go up. And I don't know where we're riding. I mean, I pull into Buena Vista. I have no clue. Yeah. You know, I found Cottonwood Pass, and we went up there and got buried. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> so, um, you know, and I, and I guess kind of the, the next step for me, so, is you have done what a lot of our clients have done, and you just literally, after that trip, you just kind of went all in. I did. Yeah, hundred percent. Got super addicted to it, you know, and because you know when you ride with the same people, you don't know what you don't know. And True. when you see what you can actually get done on a snowmobile, and you can't do it yet, it's like I want to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And the only way to do that or be good at anything is seat time or just doing it more. 100%. You just have to do it. Have to do it and get fully engulfed in whatever it is in life. You know, you have to just go all in. So it's, it, it sounds like that was kind of your biggest takeaway after the first three days ever here in Colorado at BBA was that um, this is hard, but I enjoy it. And I yeah. want, and I want, and to I it. definitely learned a ton, like a ton, mm-hmm. you know, so that, that was cool. It wasn't just a, I mean, yeah, I got my butt kicked and, you know, I got brought down about 55 levels. <laughs> Um, but 55, but, but I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, I, I got a lot to learn yet, you know, so that, well, you bring up the point, like when you ride with the same group of buddies all the time mm-hmm. and you go to, to the Togety or you go to the rabbit ears or yep. you go to the wherever you literally just like are a creature of habit. Yeah. You end up kind of riding the same terrain, the same stuff. And it's really hard to progress. Yeah. Same runs. Yep, I made the run again yeah. this week, this trip. Whatever, exactly. You know. Yep. We and especially high-five. when you're the top guy in the ri- in, in the group. Hard. Yeah. Because you're mm-hmm. trying to balance. Like, okay, I don't want to get all the guys like way in over their head, but I, I still want, want everybody push. to have fun. That's and, right. You know, it's it. There's definitely a balance there. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, and that's why I mean, you know, we talk about it, and we talked about it literally on the fr- on day one up on the hill two days ago, was you know, we got to the top of the line and you literally just like, and that's why I come here, Yep. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of those lines that was 50, 50, like I'm either going to make it or I'm going to like flip over backwards yeah. into the shit here. And we did have chaos on day one. And I know. And I, I'm like, no, don't worry. I'm talking, I'm going to talk about that too. <laughs> so, um, so, okay. So, uh, we got a lot to cover, but, um, so Dale has now, goes not only all in on the i mean you bought a house in colorado we did you yeah. ride you i mean this has been your year to this has been my year yeah, yeah it's been awesome i mean it i told my wife that this is going to be the year and it it has been so far i mean the snow hasn't been stellar in december but we didn't care we still rode you know whatever yep. just 
you might bend a few things, but it is what it is. You're going to ride no matter what. Yeah. If you want to actually do it. And from a from a sled standpoint, that's kind of where I was going, so we could kind of bring up the, the chaos side of things. So you know where 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 you ride, you ride up in northern Colorado quite yeah, a bit. Yeah. Um, and there is some gnarly terrain up there yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but with the snowpack and you know the majority of the terrain is um, you know not as I would say not as steep and technical, maybe no. not as tight of trees. And then obviously we have our, our snow that, that sugar snow adds another challenge, yeah. right? Yep. So a sled that you really enjoy and get along with is the chaos profile. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got three sleds this year. Why don't you talk about them? I do. I have, um, they're all the three are 24s. I've got a one sixty five. started out this trip as a chaos, um, <laughs> boost with a 900 on it. Um, it's got the carbon skid, um, spindles, shocks, seat, um, some other lightweight stuff. Then I have a, a 155 boost um, that's tuned by Eric over at Alpine. Yep. Uh, that's a really fun sled for that area, not for this area. You wouldn't go anywhere. Well, he asked me, should I bring my 55 boost? <laughs> yeah. And I text him back, we ride long tracks here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I knew that, that was going to be the answer, but I'm like, well, worst case, I have a problem. I can at least put a longer track on it, but, like, I should be fine. Yeah. I have two brand-new sleds, and it is. It's yep. totally good. But uh, And then, then I, your third sled? And then my third sled's a 9R, uh, 165. Um with shocks and the three two five track, and the three two five track. Other than here, here I lost some confidence in it. It uh, it trenches here. Yeah, um, not everywhere, but it doesn't do that at all over by the ears or. And by it just Wyoming. gets some and shit it, done. It is. It's a really good track. I love it. Yeah, um, and it's still fine here too. But it's just. It's not the stellar track that it is up north. Well, and that's what's uh, yes. Yeah, so, so you have like this arsenal of yeah. really yeah. badass snowmobiles, Very which fortunate. is really cool. Yeah. And so you show up and you text me prior, "Hey, should I should I put a pro limiter strap on my?" Because you knew you were going to ride your nine boost. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I knew you, we were going to nine you, boost. You it knew for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I save all the zones like yep. for this this particular group too, right? Mm-hmm. We have a, um, yeah. and I know we're just going to go like climb some some get some crazy stuff, stuff. And I said, well, I'm switching my sled to a pro, and you're like, okay, dang and it. so <laughs> dang it, and so you get here. I'm like, hey, so did you put your your? Is it a pro or a chaos? And you're like, oh, it's a chaos. It's and I'm a like. Chaos. Excellent. I <laughs> the I yeah. the, uh-huh. the George. Yeah. The, yeah the, uh-huh. Yep. Um, and so I think this this is what I was thinking about on on day one was I'm like, huh. Well, this will be easy. All I have to do is so we talk about 165ing people. Mm-hmm. So like when a guy's on a 155, all I'm riding 165 because I ride 165 all the time. I'm like, all I have to do is like turn left and go up. Yeah. Like and take and I'm going to 165 him. When you showed up with your chaos, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to pro Dale a bunch today. Mm-hmm. Um, and you did that. <laughs> yeah. It just, it, yeah, it was, yeah. It just, with the chaos here and the snowpack, it just literally. You can't I mean, get you going. You can't get going. It wants to raise up, which is fun. Yeah. For a different style of riding. Yeah. You know, it's great for the bow ties, re-entries, whatever, all that stuff. But to get the line done. Not ideal. So long story short, uh, that the night after day one, um, we're 
taking his pro skid out of his nine arm and yep. putting it in, yep. in the boost. But anyway, um, so I wanted to, again, I, I'm the one who like talks all the time on the podcast. And it, when I have a guest, I suck at letting them talk. So that's fine. What I, you know, we've had so many awesome times, um, whether it be here at BBA, we've had a ton of fun um, when we would just meet up up at rabbit ears and, oh, yeah. and go play yep. you've got to uh go down to chile with us um and you got to ride down there in the middle of summer chile was really cool yeah chile was cool it was huh? really cool yeah. it was a, quite the experience and chile was the, the snow that we got there was ridiculous it was the best it it was like one of the best powder days ever mm-hmm. in august in august like who gets to do that yeah like well, super cool well that was a, prop like one of the most unforgettable days because it was it was our last day of riding mm-hmm. ross and i's and then um the next crew was going to come in and it was our day three so everyone was worked yeah. right especially and so like everyone decided like oh we're done we're gonna head yeah, back we're tired so it was essentially me you and ross, and ross. just riding just riding yeah and it was like on our last day at Chile, we had just worked our ass off for three and a half weeks, and that was the the pot of gold at the end of the. It river. was super cool. Yeah, it was stupid deep. Didn't want it to end. No, when sure. we came back, my sled was out of gas. Out of gas. Out of gas, and that's the best feeling. Like after a super good powder day, you cannot go back to the trailer with any gas left. Uh, no. If you do, that's a sin. You it's a fail. Not, you should not ever do that. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Never ever. So that bring okay, so like obviously that was, you know, that was a memory, but you know, what after all these years, like um and you said last night you couldn't sleep because you were thinking of all these things to talk about. Yeah. Um hit hit me with some of the like the highlights that you, um that have really stuck out stuck out to you over the years you know and 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 i could see this being a, from a ride standpoint from a sled standpoint from all of it what uh i mean like what's been what's been things that you know were were game changers for you i would say the game changer for me was when i built a 2018 boondocker intercooled turbo and that was a really good running sled like super fun Lots of power, snappy on the bottom end yet, so you could actually ride it in the trees. And when we met up, <clears throat> um, you met us, our, my group, because we all had some. I think our my whole group might have did some turbos that year, a bunch that year. And yep. we had the skins front end and the free flow. Mm-hmm. I think it actually might even been before free flow. It was the one before, yep. the one before. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you met us up at the ears, and and uh, had to have been early December. And you were on a client's a build, 55, and you took us into Marty's Hole, and you just did this stupid line that you always do in Crazy Deep Powder, and we're all, we're all following you down this <laughs> rabbit hole. You know, we don't even really know where we're going, and just follow Chris, you know, or just down, and everyone's like, holy shit, we're really getting into some shit here. And, uh, but anyway, that was, that was a really fun memory because it was my group, too, with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's never happened. Other than Rick has come here. Um, none of my other buddies or right, you know, my brother hasn't been here. So that was a that was probably one of my best moments is riding with you with with my buddies. 
with your group. Yeah, yeah. So that was really cool. Do you think when we dropped in there, and I always, you know, I love when we go in there. Like, all right, boys, the only way out is is this way. Yeah, and like yeah. everyone's eyes are about this big, and uh-huh. everyone's on new sleds. It's early season conditions, log mm-hmm. hopping everywhere. Yeah, um, no base. No, no yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> everyone's on new sleds. We don't even know how to turn them on. Barely, we're trying. <laughs> Takes us three hours to get dressed because we can't get everything together at once. And well, I remember, you know, that was a year that, you know, that sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, I was going all in on like these crazy lightweight yeah. builds, and you did one. That, I did one, like that and one, that, all tie bolts. It, you know, you're you were texting me and calling me like, oh my god, do you have this one titanium bolt because this gold bolt is so hideous on my snowmobile right? because yeah. every other one yeah. is titanium. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that sled. You know, not and and we build those those sleds not to look fancy in the shop. Well, they don't look fancy very long. Not for me. very. Yeah, <laughs> it, it the sled absolutely pushes the rider. Oh, hundred percent. When I ride one of my buddy's sleds who doesn't have my lightweight stuff, or vice versa, when they ride mine, they're like, "Oh my god!" Mm-hmm. Like I didn't think it made that kind of a difference. You know. And yep. It, it does. It all. It's very expensive, though, and that you know. It's, yeah. You have to justify how much riding time do you actually have. Mm-hmm. You know, and it is nice to have stock parts on because if you don't get much riding time and you do break something, you can go to the dealership and get it. True. Where me, I'm fortunate. I get to ride a lot, and I have multiple snowmobiles too. So yeah. if one breaks, I get on a different one. Yeah. You know, and wait for parts or or maybe it's a stock part, whatever. But it's yeah, it's just nice to have that option yeah well um so and and i think you know one of the one of the things that i've been you know kind of grateful in this relationship is obviously you know you build sleds every year through us Mm -hmm. um and um all of your buddies um use us as a resource which is uh very humbling that there's a lot of options out there but um you know i think you've had some troubled years from um, on sleds. Yeah. Right. You, and that uh, happens. I mean, it, I don't care what brand you're on. Well, you can have hundred percent. And so you ended up, um, getting frustrated enough that you, um, you rode Skidoo last year. Last year I did. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, and mainly I, just because my sleds weren't coming in and I had sold yep. my previous years and I'm like, I need to ride in December. Yeah. Like, and 100%. I, I need a snowmobile. Mm hmm. And I didn't want to buy a used Polaris. I just didn't want to do that. I wanted a new snowmobile because I know what I have. Yeah. I don't want a problem that someone else is trying to get rid of. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think you know, unfortunately, a lot of people did that. Yeah. Right? And it was a conversation in my head where I'm like, hmm, you know, the Skidoo is a great product um, for for a lot of things. Are, if we lose them to... If we lose a Polaris Rider to a Skidoo snowmobile, are we going to be able to get them back? And um, for sure, the and I'm going to let you talk to this, the reason that you're back is because of? Well, mainly because of the technical. When you, okay, so if you ride a Skidoo, they're, they're really good. They, they are. And I really enjoyed my Skidoo too. Yep. But if you ride here, or if you ride super technical, and I'm sure there is skidoo riders that can ride it. Clearly, I haven't ridden with very many skidoo riders. Mm-hmm. It's mainly players, guys. But 
for me personally, I ride a Polaris better when it gets super technical, super steep, the hardest terrain that I can find. It just works better. Yep. And mainly because of, it seems like the Polaris is more balanced. It's not so divey. Mm-hmm. And when you, especially downhill stuff, if you go to try to do like a hook turn up, the skidoo really wants to dig in. And it really, it's like chaos in you. And my, my players did that a little bit on day one. In our... Because it, it'll it'll want to lift. And that's another thing with the skidoo tendency is, is it wants to, it, it'll wheelie for five miles straight. But yep. That's not really great in the trees when you're trying to get a line done. Yeah. Well, and, <clears throat> you know, and I hope you guys, I mean, we have talked about this a bunch in different topics and everything, is like, I love that there are... Um, that we have competition in our industry. Um, Skidoo makes an incredible product. Yeah. It's great to see Articat coming back with some yeah. with something. Uh, I'm very happy about that. And because it, uh, it gives, um, we all win on that. If there's no competition, then there's no progression on the sled side of things. And if you take a stock, any brand right now, the stock machines are absolutely incredible. Oh, they're amazing. But to your point, yesterday when you and Cole were up on that mountain and I came underneath and, you know, again, I've got home court advantage. I've been up this hill a hundred times, mm-hmm. but it, I don't care how many times I've been up that hill at the bottom. I always get the butterflies. Cause I'm like, dude, if I don't do it right, I'm going to get effed. Here. Especially when we were just sitting there too. <laughs> and I saw you guys too. And, but when I, so this is, this is a place you've heard us re- refer to as Narnia. We were riding Narnia yesterday um it takes the snow has to be right to be to get in there sometimes when it's too sugary or too deep or whatever you just can't ride it's it's so it's this in my opinion until sleds change like it's literally as steep as it can legally be ridden right that line you pulled yesterday was well retarded so when i turned so i when i'm going straight up i'm feeling okay but then i get I get in front of me this option of, man, do I try to go over this head wall and get into this junk or do I go below it and still try to win the line? And that, because you said uh, it looked like you wanted it more right it there. It looked like you wanted more. And, there was a little I, bit of a knob at the top. And I and I <clears throat> could have potentially done it, but because I knew the hill and I knew what was around the corner, I'm like, and this is what sucks is like, it's way easier to just keep the skis high, Pin it through all the stuff. And ride it lazy, basically. Ride it lazy and, and get to the top. Yeah. But there was some consequences of that. So as soon as I turned right, that's when it's like, like my heart rate raises. It's like, it is so steep. And and the snow yesterday, you had to be so careful that if the front end dove just a little bit, it would wash out that, that mm-hmm. back end. Yep. And so... I was thinking about this last night when we were coming home and the GoPro won't show it. It does. It will show the trees like this or like, however it does. Um, it will look steep, but it was, there was no, there's no other snowmobile made right now that could actually do that line. No, there. The, no. And that's why you're back. Yeah. That's why I'm Right. Back. That's why yeah. you're back. Yep. It's why I choose to ride players. Um, you know, I, I could go ride something else, um, yeah. but I love that. Yeah. I love that I have control in 
very uncomfortable situation. I think it's just the chassis is balanced better for that style of riding. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest thing. for, And I could be wrong, but to me, that's what I get out of it. Yeah. You know, from riding the Skidoo last year to riding the players. Well, year. and I'll be honest, you know what? I, I really enjoyed talking to you about your experiences with with it with it yeah i because you know i don't get a ton of skidoo riders here and when i do get on the sled i get to go ride it for 10 minutes right and right. you got to go ride it for a season and that's yeah. that's what it takes whether you're a players guy and you're going to ride a skidoo or a skidoo guy going to ride a players you can't get on a snowmobile for 10 minutes and have a, a good baseline of mm-hmm. it so it was I, I really enjoyed like you know your your kind of analogy of in in a lot of the terrain the sled is super fun oh yeah right yeah. um yeah. but uh, and and it's not going to sugar snow either true it's not it's not it, it will not they don't get up, up on top they of the will snow. not yeah no yeah what well, rabbit ears different story different story yeah, yeah. and so. it'll it to me the skidoo it just I don't know. It just always wants to trench here a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. But in snow with some moisture, it does just fine. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, this, this next path that we'll, t- that we'll kind of chat about here is, um, like, where does it go from here for you? I think that a lot. Like I talked to my wife, I'm like, okay, so I'm, I'm 43. I'll be 44 in March. And I was like, how do I keep, obviously I can keep challenging myself. Obviously that's why I come here mm-hmm. to keep trying to progress and, and get better in that. But like, what is the next step for me? And, and obviously the sleds will dictate that a little bit too. It does. You know, maybe a new sled comes out. It's a little bit better and, and that'll progress my riding and, and yours too. And, and everybody's my group and we'll just keep getting better. But like in the past five years, I think I've taken some pretty big jumps and I wonder that too. Like I, I really don't know, you know. And, yeah. And that, that's what's cool about it too. Like, but that's why I said this year I want to ride more than I've ever ridden. Mm-hmm. So, and we'll see where that takes me. Well, you said <laughs> something. You know, when we were all driving down in the truck, I'm like, hey, uh, Blake, let's do a podcast with Dale, and it's like truck talk, right? Because like we have just a lot of story. I mean this. A podcast is truck talk, right? Yeah, like, yeah, basically. With, with your buddies, right? Yeah. So you said something that I took as a compliment because when at any point, five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, when you feel you're at the top of your game, mm-hmm. you wonder how is it going to get better? And you said something to me. You said, you're a lot better of a writer than um, than when I first started writing. Oh, 100%. And I thought about that, and I was like, hmm, well, that's pretty awesome, yeah. right? Like, that is the future, yeah. right? So, I, but in 2016, I couldn't imagine being any better of a writer. I was like... No, you probably thought... I, I really can't get much better. Exactly. But that's the motive. And and maybe maybe not thinking that I couldn't be a better of a writer, but where do we go from yeah. here? Yeah. Right? And you're right. The the sleds dictate um what what we can what we can do. But more importantly, and this is this is why, you know, it's very relatable for you to be here. Um so I'll I'll 
segue just real quick. So I drew a really sweet archery tag this year. Nine years of points. Draw this archery tag. And I took the the exact same approach as I am going to hunt like I need to hunt to be successful. Yeah. And yeah. and and it's, and it wasn't just hunting. It was like, okay, I I quit drinking. And I'm not a I'm not a big drinker anyway, but I knew that I needed to get my body to the level that I wanted to to go hunt this unit that was like some big country, big ups and downs and elevation. Yeah. And then my workout program and everything. And like to hear, you know, you take the exact same approach for yeah. your for your snowmobile season this year. It's just like, dude, this it's just awesome. Last it, yeah, last season I was I want to say like around 200. And I had a goal. I wrote it down on my phone to just to try to manifest it. And I said, you're going to be 185 pounds for last season. And I didn't get there. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't happy. Obviously, I had a great season. I had fun. Whatever. But this season, I'm like, that is not going to happen. And I crushed that. And I'm at 175 now. And, like, the lightweight sleds and everything, it is great. But I'll tell you what. If you're a lighter human, <laughs> you can really tell the difference. Like, your sled just... It just works better, yeah, and, and it's easier to ride. And I was worried strength to weight. I'm like, well, I don't want to give up too much strength because that was always my just to try to find that balance. But I think I'm, I think I'm there for myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, been. and I, and I guess, and that's my point <coughs> is that you know wh- when I ask you where do you go from here, I mean, you have completely changed your mindset from you know a physical standpoint. Yeah. The riding will come. Right. And, and I think that's, what's so awesome about getting you down here is again, like, you know, I want you to never look at a hill and say uh, that there's not a chance that I can get up. Oh, I I don't think that anymore. And and that's the other cool thing about coming down here is like when you ride with someone who's better than you, it's like, no, we can, we might not be able to go straight up that thing, but we can zigzag, you know, and go back and forth, switch back up. We can make that. Yeah. Like. Worst case, we don't, but we tried our damnedest to get up there. Yeah. And, and we're going to have a shit ton of laughs doing it. Yeah. You know, we'll be upside down. Hopefully nothing broke. <laughs> but well, you, uh, yeah, we'll have fun doing it. You've done, you've done pretty good. My yesterday was just dumb. I tried to do something way over the limits of it, my snowmobile. That was a huge tree you tried to jump <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the log hops got me yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, well, um, I... I was looking forward to this conversation. Yeah. Um, I love hearing the perspective. I love hearing, you know, that um, that we can be an influence to um, to guys like yourself to just, that's what this sport is built out of is enthusiasts and people who um, just want to keep progressing. And, you know, I and I think that's the, uh, that's the number one thing that's been so frustrating for me on the player side of things that they have struggled with, with a little bit of quality stuff, a little bit of, um, you know, the recalls and all this BS and people just, uh, you know, getting on the the bandwagon is they are exactly like that. They are so passionate about like wanting to provide us that product that we can go out and do this. And they are just as big of enthusiasts as we are. And so I was really happy this year. You know, I was like on pins and needles, you know, your first year coming back, you go all in. Uh, I, I rode the skidoo, 
but I'm going back to players three twenty fours that have been. Yeah. Uh, and I've I I've tried not to bug you too much, but I literally text you every week. Is everything mm-hmm. good? Everything yep. good? And I'll tell you what. This year, this has been my best year for sleds so far. And I, when I first got here, I kept I said that. And I'm like, I should stop saying that because <laughs> something's going to happen. But everything's been great so far. Well, and it's as what we all hope for. Yeah. Right. Is yeah. like when you spend your hard-earned money to go do something like that and build, build sleds and ride. Um, we just want to capitalize on the day and, and have no bad days. Yeah, and that's that's why I have multiple sleds though too because when I'm out here. Time means everything. Mm-hmm. Like, and that goes for anyone who comes out here and rides. Like, if they only make it out one trip a year, to me, those days are invaluable. Yep. Like, and you need to be on the snow every single day. Like, it's so important. Yeah. And that, that's my mindset anyway. Well, <clears throat> I, we'll we'll wrap this up here, but you know, I think my my biggest takeaway and what I would tell the the people out there is, I think what's interesting is. We we get good riders here at BBA, but we get very few great riders. And you were a good rider, Dale. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, you called me seven eighths. Seven First. eighths. Well, I was because that what close to the top. <laughs> and and that's and that's of a huge compliment because of what we were riding, right? Yeah. And my goal for you was like. Dale, I don't want you to be seven eights. Dude, right. you're getting through all the hardship. And it's literally what your goal was this round yeah. is like, I want to complete the line. Yeah. I don't want to get through all the junk and mess up on something stupid at the top. I did that yesterday once. Once. <laughs> I, and I remember it. Um, but, you know, I, I think that's what's very interesting to me is that we have – a, there's a ton of riders out there that are in that same boat that you were back in 2016. They're the top of their group. Yep. Um, they they pat themselves on the back because they didn't get stuck at, uh, at all, and they out they beat their buddies and, and all this stuff, right? There's just this whole nother level. Oh, God. Um, yeah. and, and I think that's what's been another enjoyable part is – you know, all we've really talked about is riding and gnarly stuff and all that stuff. But our program has changed so much from that first time in 2016 to now, like, you know, literally me sticking you in the drills for the last four years. Like, I mean, you're a person who I literally like on, you're on my short list to like, if we have to go down into something, I am bringing you and, you know, these other handful of guys and we're going to be able to come out. But I can still go pick you apart a little bit on some drills. Hey, I still right? tipped over on one of those drills. <laughs> I know. You were laughing at me. I'm like, really? You had to tip over in front of him? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And so, and I think, you know, those are the things that, you know, I I get a lot of gratification on is that, you know, to keep pushing you, keep perfecting. And that's, you know, that's what I, when you said, you know, you're a better writer than you were, it's like, okay, well, I, I think it's because of all of those little things and trying to continue perfecting the craft. And I think that's what why snowmobiling will never get boring, no. right? I mean, we still got our asses kicked yesterday. There was a lot of lines that I didn't make that I wanted to make. Yeah. You know, so for me, I guess that there's a lot of room for improvement, yeah. you know, which is awesome. And that's why I'm always trying to get better and, and win the line. 
Yeah, and and that's why this sport, hopefully, um, as long as it doesn't get shut down, right? All of those that types is concerning. Of, yes, yeah. mm-hmm. that uh, it will it will live forever, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. And um, so, well, Dale, thank you for joining us. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Well, me, um, Blake. <coughs> thanks for getting up early. You look a little grumpy over there. You need a egg McMuffin <laughs> sandwich. Um, but guys, I hope uh, I hope that was fun and entertaining for you. It's really it's always you know we talk with the guys, uh, the BBA guys, all the time. But it's cool to bring someone who has the same perspective um, or had the same perspective as you guys. And now, uh, now Dale sitting next to me um, and me trying to like make sure I do my job on the hill um, and win the line so he doesn't pass me. Right. So. That could, yeah. that could be you. But <laughs> anyway, uh, Dale, uh, we get to go ride again today. Perfect. Day I, I woke up this morning and I'm like, huh, my arms are fairly, I, they're about an inch longer. <laughs> we did some 900 <laughs> boost lines yesterday yeah. and uh, today will be no different. So Perfect. let's go have some fun. All right. Sounds good. Bro. All right.